New York Artists Collective. Hello and welcome to the New York Artists Collective podcast. This next one's about, this is the podcast where we interview a New York artist to discuss the creative songwriting process behind one of their songs. I am your host, Stephanie Manns, singer-songwriter and one of the New York Artists Collective producers. And today's guest is singer-songwriter and native New Yorker, Jean Marie Bose, here to talk about her new song, The One. We met. It's very possible. I think it's how we connected in at the first in the first instance anyway. <laughs> and then you were kind enough to agree to do a show at the Morgan Stanley Children's Hospital. Yes. With yes. the New York Artists Collective. Yeah. In the round with Ali Carter and Kevin Daniel. Yes. So yes, that's right. It was a fun day. It was very fun and they were delightful and I was honored to be there. It was really nice. I love yeah. I love playing there and, and taking out to send. It's such a nice experience. And the kids love it. Oh, they yeah. just love it. Well, either well, it's funny because they either do, they either completely ignore you, yeah, <laughs> or they like adore you. So it sounds like grown adults. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a Friday night at Rockwood. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, we are here to talk about your song, "The One." Yes, we are. So, so tell me about this song. How did you write it? Where did it come from? Um, when you took it into the studio, what was it like for you? This song I wrote a few years ago, and it was, I forget now if it was in between relationships or just after a breakup. I had gone through a string of no bueno situations, and uh, I let it all out in the lyrics, saying that I just make mistakes all the time, and I just keep doing it over and over again, because I can't help myself. <laughs> We are all guilty of that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so was, was this a sort of cathartic experience of, in terms of, I'm going to learn from these mistakes? It took me some time. I just sang about it a lot. And then I started getting tired of it. And then other things happened in my life. And now I'm in a totally different position. But the song still remains, you know, mm-hmm. at my core because that's who I was. Everyone has, has and should have a good heartbreak song. Oh, or, or ten. Absolutely. You know, that's that's <laughs> absolutely definitely yeah. what I believe. So when did you release this one? Might have been like 2013 or 14. I took a break um, from releasing and from recording for a while. I have an EP that it's on that I did. I think it was maybe 2015 or something, and it has two other songs kind of in the same vein. But I took a break from recording because I I wanted to play out a lot more. I wanted to find out more about myself. I don't know if that makes sense. But um, I was finding that I was kind of stuck, had a little bit of a block, and I just didn't know what to do. And I took some time and I was even in a relationship at that point. And it was just a number of years where I I didn't know what I wanted and where I was um, mentally. And so it was discovery for the most part. Yeah, taking takes some time off and then some you know, stepping back can be incredibly useful as a songwriter yeah. to just, you know, self-discover, self-develop. Um, Absolutely. All of that good yeah. stuff. So when you took this into the studio, how, what was the experience like? And who, you know, how did you find your producer? I played um, keys and I did vocals. And my producers were actually my other musicians at the time. So they were a duo called Ekra. And they were very, like, rock alternative like super way out of the scope of what I do and uh they brought their own sound because I didn't know what I wanted as far as sound I just knew what I wanted to say so they brought this like hard edge to it and it worked I mean I I I had a lot of fun doing it 
I might have even had a cold when I recorded the vocals <laughs> or like getting over a cold. It was, yeah, it was an experience, but it was, yeah, the first real in-studio experience because before that when I was recording, I would just do everything at home. All right, well, let's take a listen. Uh, this is Jean-Marie Bowes and The One.
So Jimmy, that was the one. I hear I hear the rock influences from your producers in there, and I also hear yeah. some more blues, jazz sort of overtones that I think is you know more your vibe. I guess is that fair to say? I mean, how yeah. how would you self describe? Before I started writing music, my father wanted to be a singer songwriter in his own right, and then he just fell in love with the songwriting. Um, so he and I started working together on songs. And a lot of the songs that I gravitated toward were bluesy. And I found out that like vocally, my vocals kind of lent to the blues, to the, to the heavier sound. Because whenever I tried to do a light sound, it just it, something felt strange about it. So I think I started getting bluesy in my sound. That's where that came from. So what are your, in terms of your influences, I mean, is, is there a lot of blues in there? Actually, my influences are, I mean, maybe some blues. But uh, Billy Joel, Frank Sinatra, Amy Winehouse... I don't know. I, I really, I really love melody. I don't know. I don't know who I sound like. I've been told Nora Jones. I've been told Carol King. I mean, I'm sometimes, like, sometimes these, you know, when people tell you who you sound like, you're like, oh, that's great, thank you. And then other times you're like, what? <laughs> Where did you get that? Oh, <laughs> uh, I forget. Recently, I, I had someone tell me, and I did. I even forgot the name. I must have blocked it out. I, I couldn't. I couldn't even believe it. It's, it sounded nothing like me. I was just like, thank you so much. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Thank, uh, you. thank you is always a good response. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Smile and nod. <laughs> Golden rule. <laughs> so in terms of influences where, you know, some of the, the sort of more classic voices, some of the, you know, the very well-known melodic swing, jazz, blues um, kind of songs. And even, I suppose, you know, Amy Winehouse... Yeah. Her own her own genre, really. She kind of created something there. She absolutely did. She was yeah. phenomenal. Um, yeah. the, the, with the Dap Kings, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she reimagined a sound that hadn't been heard since the 60s. Mm. It was incredible. Still mad at her, but, you know, we're going to work through this together. <laughs> <laughs> and what about any other influences there? I don't sound like it, but the whole reason I even started singing was Celine Dion laid out all of her <laughs> records to the point I think there's scratches on everything. I used to put on shows for my family uh, and I would sing along to her songs and then my father always used to lower the volume of the songs that he'd be able to hear me. Um, but yeah, then eventually I started charging them to get in to their own house. It's like five, ten cents <laughs> or something. Um, I was making bank at the time. Well, it sounds like yeah. you had the support and the backing. I oh, absolutely huge. <laughs> um, absolutely, the whole reason I even started playing piano was because there was a keyboard in the house, and I just kept like tinkling the keys. I only moved in the womb when music was playing, supposedly. I was a dancer. I was a yeah. music moves you and has and always has. Yes, yes. So uh, what are you doing in 2019? So I know that this year I've, I've seen lots on your, on your social media. Um, I've yeah. seen South by Southwest, <laughs> which looked like yes. a lot of fun. It was a blast. I went with some friends who actually, they have their own label. It's called The Label Noir. They're very dear friends of mine. And we all went together and we sang on stage at a really cool billiards club. And... It was a lot of fun. I mean, South by compared to like regular music land is just night and day. It was, it was an explosion of like creativity and people were writing songs and like hotel rooms and it was it was great. Any 
collaborations or co-writes after that that you're allowed to talk about? Not yet, but it opened some doors for me for mm-hmm. as far as um, like future bookings and future stuff. I mean, people see South By and they're like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, of come course. play at our show. But yeah, of course. I'm so, very grateful. Yeah. And so uh, this year you've, you've got videos coming out. You've got shows that you're doing. You're playing in New York. You're playing in Nashville. Yes. You're, you're doing lots. So yeah. what, are you, what are you most looking forward to? What have you got that's coming up that um, is exciting for you? I want to travel a lot. So I have no set plan of like a specific tour, a specific anything. I just want to be everywhere. I kind of want to make up for lost time in a sense. But also I'm doing a lot of recording, something that I really should have done um, before, but making up for it now. Mm-hmm. Recording my older stuff, writing newer stuff. So you have plans to release a lot this year? Hopefully, yes. Um, Definitely a single to start. Um, And I'm really proud of it. It's something I wrote fairly recently, which I haven't done that in a while. Yeah, it's completely different inspiration and and mood. What's the song called? Tentatively. It's uh, Your Worst Mistake. And uh, it's the complete opposite (laughs) of my uh, current repertoire because I'm not heartbroken. I'm I'm very content and I'm grateful that I'm in this mental state now mm-hmm. and I, I want to ride that wave for a while. So you think that'll be out later this year in late summer? I'm hoping so. Yeah. Great. Okay. Well, we can look forward to that. Um, and what other shows do you have uh, lined up? Um, as you said, Nashville, um, for my... New York base. Um, I am playing on July 12th at American Folk Art Museum. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's super acoustic style and I'm going to play a bunch of originals and yeah, the crowd is always very, very sweet. I will be surrounded by super fancy folk art. Have you played there before? A couple of times. Um, but it's always a treat and it's it's very different from the cookie cutout music venue. It's a uh, it's very laid back, a very kind listening room. Um, there's wine. It's it's nice. Wine makes everything better. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, sure. And when? So when's that? That should be July twelfth. Okay. Yes. Wonderful. And uh, have you been to Nashville before? I have never been. Okay. And just recently, this year was Texas with a South vibe. I'm, re- you know, I'm really going for the food, and that's fine. Um, <laughs> The South is, is known for <laughs> yeah. the food. Like, oh, absolutely. And of, amazing music. I want to dip my toes in the water because I've done a lot, of, a lot of New York. And I want to branch out. So where are you playing in Nashville? A place called Two Old Hippies. Um, I reached out to them and they were very kind to be like, yeah, sure. Come out and play. And it's a retail storefront in the front and they sell a bunch of cool stuff. And in the back, they have a whole stage set up for singer-songwriters and performers. And yeah, sounds like my kind of place. And uh, when's that? That should be June 26th. I'm excited. Awesome. That sounds like... Right in the heart of summer. (laughs) It's going to be hot. I will be sweating with everyone together. We'll be a happy, sweaty family. Um, (laughs) Delightful. Uh, Is there anything in in Nashville in particular that you want to check out while you're there? Country Music Hall? fame oh, that would Johnny Cash Museum now that yes this amazing taco place that I went to 
Um, um, so I'm just we throwing out ideas. Uh, all those things I have to do now. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, buy some boots. If you're gonna buy some like cowboy boots, buy them in Nashville. It'd be fun. Okay, yeah. absolutely. Everyone absolutely. needs some cowboy boots. You know. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to walk into like you know Bluebird Cafe or something, and yeah, of course, or just walk down that strip. Yes. Unless they're all... Bluebird isn't on the strip, actually. (gasps) It's not? Mm -mm. Oh, okay. Bluebird is a little... Like, I don't know why it isn't, but it isn't. Um, Yeah, it sort of sits by itself. And yeah, and like I I unfortunately didn't have the time to go to to Bluebird. And I think you've just got to wait outside for hours. Um, Oh, wow. And I was only there for a couple of days. I didn't have have the time to do it. But obviously, the Bluebird would be pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing to do when I next go back. I just want to breathe it in. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's just, they have their own thing. It's it's completely different from New York and from East Coast. I, I, I'm, I'm at a point in my life where I, I really want to just discover what I haven't discovered yet. And I want some adventures. <laughs> so I feel like this will be that. Nashville yeah. is a good time. Everyone's very friendly. I have no doubt that you will come away from it with something new, oh, whatever yeah. that might be. Definitely. I'm excited for you. Well, yeah, congratulations on uh, the upcoming releases. Um, it's it's not Thank easy you. to record. It's not easy to put something no, together and of yourself and release it. So, yeah. Well done. <laughs> Looking forward very, to hearing it. I'm very grateful. I'm surrounded by a, a large group of amazing musicians that have my back. So very grateful all right well Jim-Marie Bose it's been such a pleasure talking to you likewise thank you so much for coming in um I look forward to your new videos your new singles um and hopefully I can catch your show uh in July at the Folk Arts Museum on July 12th yes we shall have those details in the podcast episode exciting I'm excited thank you so much for having me pleasure Jim-Marie Bose thank you very much the very lovely and talented Jean-Marie Bose and you can find her at jeanbose.com that's j-e-a-n-n-e-b-o-e-s.com or on her Instagram at Jean-Marie Bose. For more information about our upcoming shows at the New York Artists Collective you can check out our Instagram at New York Artists Collective and make sure you subscribe to the podcast uh, so you can hear all the latest episodes um, from these wonderful New York musicians direct to your device. I am Stephanie Manns thank you so much for listening see you next time. New York Artist Collective.